Spirit to you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. I want to welcome you to my daily podcast. Um, you are not alone. Thank you for joining me this very day. Okay, now we <laughs> we're still in this um, we're still in this topic of giving. This topic of giving. This topic of giving. You know, every time. I remember my mother. I, I remember truly that this woman is is different in all our ways. My mother will give without any hesitation. My mother will give without questioning. My mother actually raised so many people in our area, both grown-ups and young ones, um, because of her generosity. And I used to look at my mother then, uh, Mama, how can you do this? But now I know that my mother is God sent, just like you are. And my mother says to me, you don't have to um, have much to give. My mother will say that if you cannot give while you earn little, you will never be able to give when you have, when you have plenty. <laughs> it is so, so true. If you can't give, when you have little, you may not be able to give when you have much. So giving has nothing to do with what you have, what you don't have. Giving does not have anything to do with how much you have and how much you don't have. Even if it's your time. If it's only two minutes of your time, give them two minutes sincerely. If you cannot take more than two minutes, just simply say, I'm not going to be there for too long. That two minutes is better than nothing. So the question is, are you are you a giver? Or are you, are you one of those who gives and want to be recognized that people must know you and they must applaud you because you've given something that, that seems to be so bigger than your ego? Or your ego is bigger than what you give? Um... Look, the Bible says unto us in the book of Galatians chapter 6, and I really want you to, to let us look at that very carefully. Here is Paul's advice uh, to the Galatians, to, to the followers of Christ, uh, and uh, mostly the new convert. And he says to them, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such as one in the spirit of meekness considering thyself lest thou also be tempted. So in other words, what Paul is saying is that you, you can't mock anyone because of what they're going through. You can't mock them. If you see anyone going through certain things and, and you seem to know better than them, you should get up and, and do what you can do to assist that person. Restore them back kindly, you know, patiently which means you know better than that person. You are mature than that person. You are advanced than that person. So restore that person back in the spirit of meekness. It is, it is the Christian duty to one another and also to promote love that is from God among each other. When was the last time you ever find anyone like that that you... you you look at it and you say, well, this person needs this. Sometimes you, they don't even have to know you're doing what you're doing for them. 
go and pray somewhere and just pray and ask God and say, God, touch this person. This person is going astray. Touch them. Touch whoever this person is. Make them this, make them that. Pray for that person without saying to them in their face, oh, I've been praying for you. You're going to be all right. Don't do that. Don't do that. Whatever you sow, you're going to reap. When was the last time you ever considered standing in the gap for somebody else? See, we, we, the, the world we live in is a world where dog eats dog. I think caring for each other is very rare. It's very rare. And that's why sometimes when you show caring to other people, they, they, they look surprised, like, oh, what, what do you want? And they ask you what you want, as if, as if that's a motive to look for something. And, and, and in most cases, it is, it is not so. So then now the question that I, that I want to say to you, consider this, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual. The word spiritual there doesn't mean that those that are going to church. It is applicable in every area. It means that if you if you have more sense than that person, if you are more mature than that person, if you are more educated than that person, gently correct that person. Kindly correct that person. Restore that person back. I, there's a picture that I will never forget about a, um, an old man, well, not an old man, um, but, but old enough. Um, and he was trying to teach a young guy how to uh, tie a knot um, to put a knot on a tie how to put on a tie how to tie a tie and and this man is there and showing him step by step the man that is teaching is a white guy and the other boy that was being taught was a black guy and I'm sure that that little man will never forget in his life that picture and said that a man a strange man taught me I don't know if he approached this guy in the train. I don't know if the guy saw him struggling. But what I saw was that this man stepped in. That's what the Bible meant here. Ye that are advancing knowledge, ye that are advancing something, step up and help someone. When does it become difficult to help someone? I witnessed another one one time that um, there was a guy on a wheelchair um, that was trying to cross the road. And, you know, as soon as the, and there's this woman standing beside him. Uh, it was later on that I found out that they were not together. And the moment the light turns red, this young woman asked the man, and I was, I was in the car waiting. And this young woman asked the woman, do you mind if I help you? And he pushed the man across the street. He pushed the man across the street. We are so busy with ourselves that we're cut up. We don't care. We don't see things in, in a proper way anymore. We are so busy with, with ourselves that we can't see the needs of others. And what Paul is saying here, he says, You that are spiritual, restore such as one spirit of meekness. And I loved what he says next after that. Bear ye one another's burden. And that you will fulfill the law of Christ. Bear you one another's burden. Whose burden have you have you have you have you have you carried lately? Whose whose burden have you bear lately? Whose burden have you shared lately? Without telling anyone that look, I shared this, and they don't have to repay you for what you have done for them. They don't have to. If you're waiting for them to repay you, that's that's going to be that's not going to be right. But somebody else, God is going to put it in the mind of somebody else who is going to. I mean, 
healthy in your own uh, in your own areas of need but don't expect that same person to come back the world is so busy now that we we don't feel concerned for another animal even in the church we don't feel concerned anymore in the, when we see someone fall the first thing we do is um, we don't, we take up our phone not that we're calling 911 but we're, we're switching our phone to camera and recording and posting that's the that's the fastest thing we do now and it's so disturbing that people don't stretch out their hands to help anymore they take out their phone to record people could be dying I saw another picture lately, a man was breaking their eyes to rescue a dog. To rescue a dog that is trapped in the cold water. And this man could care less about his own health. He jumped into this cold, freezing, rigid water and was breaking their eyes just to get to the dog. And he got to the dog. Do you know that the Bible says that the the life of the dog is also like the life of a man because the same breath is in us? They have the breath in them as well. They die like human beings die. Just because they make lesser of that does not mean that they they have no value. In in essence, what I'm trying to say is that you, you have to you have to really be there for somebody. I love what he says in verse 3. If a man thinks himself to be something when he's nothing, he despises himself. If we stop right there, and I think that's where we're going to stop, I'm going to pick that up tomorrow. If a man thinks of himself to be something when he's nothing, he deceives himself. Oh my God. Do you think you're something? And, and, and that is not an insult. You know, it is not an insult. I believe Paul said that to say that if you think you can. Um, um, if you think you can avoid you, you, nothing will happen to you, you'll be okay. Um, that can never happen to me. Never, never. He said, you're deceiving yourself. He, he cautioned us against this uh, act of uh, ignorance uh, to, to look at ourselves as if we're better than somebody else. So that would never happen to me. And for a man to think himself to be something, to entertain fond opinion of his own sufficiency, to look upon himself as wiser than and better than anybody, um, as, as, as fit to dictate and prescribe to them, when in truth, he knows that he's nothing, has nothing of substance or solidity in him, or that can be a ground of the confidence and superiority which he assumes. So, what's the point of this? There's no point. It's simple. The question is, are you ready to be of help? Be engaged. Get up. Let's do this together. God bless you. God keep you. May God cause his face to brightly shine upon you. It's not impossible if God is in it. And then you know it can be done. Thank you.